Hello! Welcome to Spellcheck, the internet's first and only premier casual spelling bee competition. My name is Kevin Douglas. I am your handsome host. And today, we have two beautiful guests. Would my two guests please introduce themselves? And would you tell me your favorite word, please? My name is Mary. I have the distinct honor of being Kevin's grandmother. And my favorite word is gazebo. Gazebo. Hello, my name is Vinny, and I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> and I'm Kevin's grandfather. And my favorite word is, it, I wouldn't call it a favorite word, but it's something I grew up with, and I'll spell it. No, I won't spell it. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> Had a lot of fun with that word growing up. I, don't even, I couldn't spell it if I tried, but I remember using it and talking about it over the years that I, uh, I grew up. You grew up with that word? Would you believe it? Yes. It, it, back, oh, some years ago, Kevin, it, um, it, I don't say it was a popular word, but it was a word that uh, people used to, I guess, describe the longest word in the dictionary, and I don't even know if that's still the truth, but um, it's a word that stuck with me, and so I wouldn't call it my favorite, but there it is. Mason and Reese were using that word the other day in St. Louis, and I was trying to figure out where they heard it, but my now they must have heard it from you. Could could be. Could be. Yes. Yes. They actually, they recently made a new word, the longest word in the dictionary, and I in the last episode of the podcast, the one I filmed on Monday, we... I tried to say it. I'm not even going to try this time. It's like a, some sort of lung disease, but they made it specifically to be the longest word. It's uh, 45 letters. Oh. It has the word volcano in it. Um, so it's it's in my history somewhere. But again, we are Wi-Fi-less in this basement, so I can't even search. <laughs> um, I, got, I got to get that word for you. That'll be my new favorite. <laughs> God, if I if I asked you to spell anti-disestablishmentarianism, would you be able to spell it? I think I could try, uh, and uh, let's see, let's start with A-N-T-I-D-I-S-E-S-T-A-B-L-I-S-H-M-E-N-T-A-R-I-A-N-I-S-M. You know, I, I don't have anything to <laughs> check that off, but that sounded right. That's how so. I would have spelled it. I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you a bonus point for that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we haven't even gone over the rules yet, but Grandpa is winning. <laughs> I don't know that that was fair. Uh, you can try to spell um, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> no, thanks. He can have the point. <laughs> is that uh, Kevin, is that a word that you just Supercalifragilisticexpial... I think it actually is. I think it was invented for... What is it? Uh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Oh. But I think it became a word in the dictionary. I'm not sure what the definition would be, though. Okay. Maybe that'll be next episode. Maybe I give Mason and Reese that episode on go. Friday, <laughs> or that word on Friday. Um, cool. Let's jump into the rules. I sent you guys the rules. I'm sure it seemed like gibberish. It will probably still seem like gibberish, but um, just ask questions as we go along. But I'm queuing. The rules music. That means I'm going to give you the rules. Welcome to Spellcheck. There are two rounds. Round one is Billy Madison. 
That's for words from vocab lists, grades three through eight. Round two is walking among giants. And these are words drawn from the actual Scripps National Spelling Bee, so the one they air on ESPN. For every correct word that you get, you receive five points. For every word that you spell incorrectly, you lose ten points. I'm not going to say it's rigged against you, but (laughs) many people end the first round at zero. (laughs) That's all I'll say. Um... You get two clues per round. Okay? There's six words in round one, two words in round two. Grandma is writing this down as I speak. We have pen and paper, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so you can tell this is serious. Of the clues you can use, you can either ask for the number of letters total in a word. You can ask for the number of times a certain letter appears in the word. Or you can ask what the blank letter of a word is. So it's the first, second, third, fourth, so on and so forth. However, you cannot use more than one clue for the same word. In the walking with giants round, you are allowed to write out your word on pen and paper because both of you said your phones don't really work for this. Um, So that gives you a nice visual aid. And then if you want a visual aid in Billy Madison round, I'm not going to stop you. You're my grandparents. <laughs> so you can uh, you can write down those words as well if you want. One of the perks, huh? Yeah. Family, family. That's nepotism right there. Um, you may ask for definition, word origin, and you can ask me to use it in a sentence. And if I use it in a sentence, you better bet I'm going to be cheeky about it. Okay. I always time that so well. I picked that song before I was even in a studio and I was still figuring out how the rules work. And when I decided that was the rule song, the first episode I recorded in here, I ended right when the music ended. Wow. It's beautiful. Um, how do you guys feel it? Pretty good? Pretty good. <laughs> Comfortable? Comfortable. Grab- Comfortable. Grandpa's got the, the, the rolling chair. He's yep. got the throne. Grandma's got the pen and paper, and I can I can already see lots of scribbles, so I think we're just ready to jump in. I'll be keeping track of your points on here. You know who the more serious is, Kevin. That's true. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> okay. Um, okay. We're going to start with you, Grandma. Okay. Ladies Ma- first. Mary. Ladies first. Uh, your third grade word is Kitchen. Kitchen, K-I-T-C-H-E-N, kitchen. That is correct. Uh, Spend enough time there, Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) The best cook. When did you learn to cook, Grandma? Have you always been a good cook? I don't know about good, but... Tell Kevin your secret. Well... You can read, you can cook, because I follow recipes to the letter. Right. I, that's where I get it from. <laughs> I, I'm so scared of going off recipe. I'm just like, all my friends, when I cook with them, they think I'm crazy, because I says, it, it says two, two tablespoons, and then they just get like a little scoop, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You're going to mess up the whole thing. Exactly. It's probably going to explode in the oven or something. There's a chemical imbalance. <laughs> and... 
I didn't know this, but apparently an informal definition of kitchen is the percussion section of an orchestra. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I guess that's slang. Someone slipped it into Wikipedia (laughs) in the orchestra. They were like, hey, we call ourselves the kitchen. So I guess, I don't know, that's what the conductor refers to them. Um, do you do you still have? We were talking about that. Um, was it the Betty Crocker cookbook? Yes. <laughs> yes, from the nineteen sixties. I still have it. You should see it. It's got spills and rips, and it's just a mess. But it's a really good cookbook. It's got good recipes, and it shows you how to be a proper dainty lady, mm-hmm. preparing meals for your husband while he's coming home from work. Yes, it does. Yeah, she's got a gown on and everything. Yes. <laughs> Just casual, comfortable Tuesday afternoon gown. Right. You know. (laughs) Okay. We'll go to Grandpa. Okay. For your third grade word. We're on theme here. I wanted to keep it consistent for round one. Your word, Grandpa, is dinner. Dinner. D-I-N-N-E-R. Dinner. That is... Correct. Wow. The pressure. Oh. Grandma made meatloaf and gravy, and I have it on a little Tupperware oh. right in front of me <laughs> in the oh. studio. Okay. And I'm honestly hungry again. I can smell it. <laughs> and then Grandpa makes one of my favorite dinners in the world, meatballs and gravy. Yeah, well, the only thing I could cook. <laughs> you only need one. <laughs> well. It's a showstopper. <laughs> It works. It's a, it, it, well. As you grow older, though, it, Grandma can tell you, it gets to be more. <clears throat> excuse me. Gets to be more and more of a chore. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it was my father's recipe, and I follow it just like Grandma said. If you stay with it, um, and in most cases, it's like our well, Grandma and our grandson Mason. He thinks my meatballs are the best. I mean, I uh, to hear him say that, uh, we've been out uh, at a restaurant when he he likes meatballs, so he's ordered them. But to hear him say to me, oh, they're just not as good as grandpa's, that's sort of a ego booster, you know? He's, he's like religious about your meatballs and gravy. I mean, I remember we went to that place, uh, Mama's Cafe. Yeah, yes, that's it. He had like a whole sub. That was it. Was pretty solid. I wound up eating like a third of it for him, and I, he took one bite. He didn't even have. I guess he had like bread or something. Maybe he filled up on that. But you like, I remember him turning to you and like, I just can't finish it. It's just <laughs> remind. It's so bad compared to yours that I can't even stomach the thought of finishing this dish. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> it's just uh, nice to hear, and I'm glad he enjoys it. And. Uh, I just hope he carries the recipe along with him. I mean, you could probably start a a, a restaurant just with just with the meatballs. <laughs> meatballs to go. That could work. Could work, yeah. A grab and go. Um all right. We'll go on to fourth grade. Back to you, Grandma. Okay. Your fourth grade word is terrible. Terrible. T E R R I B L E. Terrible. That was terribly accurate. <laughs> that is correct. 
<laughs> All right. I thought this was interesting because when you look up things on uh, Google's definitions, it shows you the popularity of the word and how it's changed over time. And terrible was used a lot in the mid 1800s. And then it dropped significantly through the entire 20th century. And since 2000, it's gone way back up. And now it's equivalent. So people say terrible as much now as they did in the 1850s and more than they did in the 20th century. Isn't that wild? Interesting. My thought is, I guess the world is kind of terrible right now. And maybe the 19th, maybe the 20th century in general, there was less negative sentiment. But in the 1850s, that was before, I mean, you know, not a great time to be alive. Was that before the Industrial Revolution? So not like great working conditions. And uh, I guess in general, people just said things were terrible all the time. Yeah. Did, did it did it get replaced by another word, Kevin, like horrible or something like that? I'd be curious. Maybe horrible has the opposite graph where it wasn't much, and then 20th century was like, whoop, and then maybe now it's back down again, or maybe now we use all the bad words all the time, right? and that's just <laughs> the way things are going. Mm. Etymology is so interesting. It is. Oh, excuse me. But I don't think we're terrible. No. I think we're pretty good. There's hope for the world. <laughs> as long as people like Mary and Vinny are around, things can't be so terrible. And Kevin. And your handsome host. <laughs> self, <laughs> self-proclaimed self handsome host, Kevin. All right, Grandpa. I got a doozy for you okay. in the fourth grade. You're going to be awfully surprised. Because that's Sur- your word. Surprised. Surprised. S-U-R-P-R-I-S-E-D. Surprised. That is correct. Wow. I thought the R would get you. I feel like many of my friends wouldn't get that. No, it's funny you should say that. Again, reverting back to my early childhood, you know, you say surprise. You, you, you do over, just overlook you the, the R. Yeah. yeah you surprise. So, you know, yeah. Like when I talk to people from Brooklyn, I can remember D's and Dems and Do's and, <laughs> you know, it's just strange, but just the, the dialect or accents or whatever. But And Kevin, we have an advantage because we both went to Catholic schools and the nuns believed in corporal punishment. <laughs> we, we got smacked if we did something wrong. So oh. we, we learned how to spell. We learned grammar. All that kind of stuff. In fact, there used to be a reporter for the Denver newspaper years and years ago, and his advice to new reporters in the newsroom was always sit next to the Catholic girl in the newsroom because <laughs> she can fix your spelling and your grammar and all that. I didn't realize. I guess that makes sense, though. God, you get corporal punishment for spelling a word wrong? Sure. Oh, you couldn't believe Kevin. <laughs> That's terrible. It was Ooh. brutal. No, it, corporal punishment back then was accepted. Remember now, as Grandma was just explaining, it's a Catholic school, and they believed in, uh, you know, they used the, in many cases the ruler. Yeah, I, I actually had a teacher. Now this is in high school. He uses the he used the rubber strap. Oh, 
And yeah. s- in a school? In a, oh. I thought the Catholic school was like the paddle. Do they still use that? Um, or, I mean, did they? I think they did. but as, We didn't have a paddle. No paddle. <coughs> we just had a ruler. ruler or ruler, a hand. The, oh, you know what was used, Kevin? You know, uh, because the uh, nun teacher would use the pointer, a stick, oh. and they would use that. In fact, Those things were brutal. Yeah. And, well, like wire. You, the yeah. fella, she broke it over fella's shoulder sitting next to me so I have first hand experience in that but no uh, punishment was part of your ordeal and in many cases it wasn't for what you just explained Kevin it wasn't for good reasons I mean you misspell something or you make a mistake uh, I today people would I think frown on the fact that you're being punished for making a mistake Oh, I think the idea at school is for you to learn and get better um, yeah, even like a scolding <coughs> would not go over. A parent would be calling if if a kid was given like a harsh words, let alone a, a ruler to the to the knuckles. Yep. Now That's you true. know why we're so messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Each generation gets their own unique reasons why they're messed up. You know, true. eventually we'll get it right. Maybe like five or six down the road, if climate change doesn't end it all before then. But you know. Yep. One of these days, the worst I ever saw, I mean, not because a kid spelt a word wrong, but just because she was crazy, was my first grade teacher threw a desk across the room, or not a desk, a chair across the room. Um, I don't even remember. I I mean, I was in first grade, so I don't remember why, but um, she was not so. She was very tall, too. My second grade teacher was the opposite. She was the nicest, sweetest, quietest lady. But she was incredibly short. I was actually taller than her. In second grade? Mm, she had dwarfism or something along those lines. So I was the one kid in class because I was really tall really early. And um, I was taller than her, even in second grade. I remember it was like lining up in recess. I would be at the front of the line. And she'd be like, how's the weather up there? And it, was just, <laughs> it was very sweet. She was really, really sweet. Okay. Let's see. So you both got your words right. Okay. Uh, You're both at, well, Grandma, you're at positive 10. And Grandpa, you're at positive 11 because you got that bonus point. So we're going to have a a round of applause to celebrate your progress so far. (laughs) Uh, And we're through the fourth grade? We're through the fourth grade. We're going into fifth grade. Okay. Do you have any fun memories from fifth grade? Because fifth grade was the year I peaked. So I love to hear about other people's fifth grades. I feel like that's that's a good age range where, at least my friends, that's like their earliest memories. But fifth grade was longer ago for you guys, so. Way longer. <laughs> I think I blacked out my whole educational experience. Even high school? <laughs> you well, must have saucy high school stories. Saucy? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we, we were talking about it earlier, but this is this is a true story, and I'm not sure if it was the fifth grade, but when I went to grammar school, we called it grammar then, mm-hmm. and then it was high school. It's no more what is now L high and uh, middle the, school. Middle school, yeah. no. And when I went to grammar school, I guess at that time it was a Catholic school. We we the boys went in the morning. Hmm. And the girls went in the afternoon. We went from 
8 till 12.30, and the girls came in and went from 12.30 till whatever it was, 5, <clears throat> and that's the way it was. And one um, early afternoon, I was sitting at the back of the class. The door to the a room was on my left. And are you ready for this? Sister Margaret Joseph was teaching. And the she was getting, she was overrunning. It was 1230. Mm-hmm. And the, through the corner of my eye, I could see we, we had, we didn't have all nuns. There were some late, they call late teachers. Mm-hmm. And she's giving me the high sign that, uh, you know, time out, move, you know, you're, you're over your limit. Oh, because so, it was time for the girls to come. Right. And so I interrupted Sister Margaret Joseph um, to let her know that this teacher was one of the classroom. And she came down, and she gave me such a shot in ah. my, in, across my face. Of course, I after school, not only, well, it hurt, but I was more embarrassed. Not only that, but I had... It's finger marks on my face. Oh, my God. And when I got home, my mother saw what happened. Jumped right in the car. We went right over to school, just like you said. Mm-hmm. By the end of the conversation, because we went to the principal's office, they were friends. I was the outsider. Oh, no. <laughs> Sister Margaret Joseph and my mother became good friends. <laughs> Seriously, that's, a, that's an absolute true what, story. What betrayal. Your own mother. Well, I guess she thought I needed it. You know, what, what could I say? But You come home in tears, and <sighs> she confronts, what did you do? And then it's like they're making plans for dinner. Uh, right in front of your face, too. Uh, Not even the decency to call later. No, true story, but you learn your lesson. You, uh, I, I didn't interrupt anybody anymore after that, that's for sure. Well... <clears throat> I mean, it would have been worse if the girls walked in and all the boys went crazy. Uh-huh. I mean, you were trying to spare them the chaos of <laughs> of Catholic boys on the loose in front of a bunch of girls. <laughs> and especially grammar school? Oh, please. I was totally girl crazy at that age. I The first girl I really had a crush on, I remember... Well, I guess the second girl I really had a crush on. I I wanted to confess so badly, and I didn't know how, so I... I took a sticky note and I wrote down on the sticky note and I didn't think that was enough. I didn't have very good handwriting. So I was trying to figure out how to spruce it up. So I had colored pencils. So I like made a little rainbow on the bottom of the sticky note and it just had in like horrible serial killer handwriting. I like you. Do you like me, Kevin? (laughs) But then like a little rainbow at the bottom and I left it in her desk I never heard back. Oh no! <laughs> she got it. Let she them. got it. Oh boy! But uh, well, then we dated briefly in uh, sixth grade. She texted me when we both first got phones. So maybe she held onto that sticky note and was like biding her time. Yeah. So like the like the very beginning of having phones and being able to like text freely and not have it wasn't just for like calling your parents. And like the in the morning, she was like, "Do you want to date?" And I said, "Yes," because obviously she was the love of my life. Um, and then that night, she said, "Never mind, I don't think we should date." <laughs> but it was a great day. <clears throat> it was a really great day. Got your hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're in fifth grade now. Okay, Grandma, yes. your word. 
And remember, you got two clues. I'm not saying you have to use a clue. But I'm saying if I were receiving this word, I might think about it. Oh, thanks for the tip. Your word is necessary. Okay, necessary. N-E-C-E-S-S-A-R-Y. Necessary. That is correct. Oof. Very good. Well done. <coughs> yes. I just have to go with my first instinct. Yeah. You know? I feel like every time I type that word, or every time, maybe not anymore, but I would always type it with two Cs. Yeah. And, and probably two Ss, too, honestly. Because mm-hmm. I... I don't know why. There, I was going to say recess, but I think recess is one C. So I think so. so. I don't know where I was getting the two Cs from. Success, maybe. There Successful. you go. Success. Yeah. All right. Well, Whew. you necessarily spelled that correctly. And that puts you at 15 points. Uh, Roll. <clears throat> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right, Grandpa. Yes. Your Fifth grade word is laughter. Might be a tricky, but I'm going to try it this way. Laughter. L-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. Laughter. That is correct. I was, I was, I was, I had to think about it for a minute because of the end. T O R or T E R. Laughter. <clears throat> laughter. An actor mm-hmm. who provides laughter there you go. to the audience. Right. Very good. When we were younger, we would visit you. You were Grandpa Teaser. <laughs> <laughs> and Grandpa. you always, you always made me and Sabrina laugh. You would, what would you, we would get to the airport and you would, look at me and say, Sabrina. You look at Sabrina and say, Kevin, you look so different. Well, I, I always thought that laughter or joy or just being funny was better than being too serious or mm-hmm. uh, too hard because, in my opinion, life is tough enough. <clears throat> but uh, I, I know grandma's told me this from time to time. Just like we were talking earlier, right? I'm the expert at making... You make a short story long. <laughs> so Grandma will tell me that. But uh, it's it's nice to hear you say that, Kevin, you know, about teasing or joking. Um, because I, you know, like with Mason now, <clears throat> whenever we say goodnight, goodbye, I say to him, and he's, he, he actually wrote wrote on Grandma's note, I say to him, I'll see you in jail. <laughs> and he's gotten a kick out of that where he automatically, I mean, even before I could say goodnight, he'll say, see Grandpa, jail. I'll see you in jail. <laughs> and uh, we just joke about it. Not that it means anything. It's just that it's a chuckle. He gets a kick out of it. Um, and Reese, I, I have to say to her, I'll see you in class. <laughs> she's a little bit more studious, you might say. Very <clears throat> studious. The two of them together on this show is going to be a great, they're great foils to each other. Like Abbott and Costello, you know? They, well, Mason they will tease, I think, but you know, Reese has a serious streak. I mean, 
mean, no, it's and especially I think in this environment, I think she's she might be a little overwhelmed, but I uh, I think she'll. Well, I think they'll both do very well. It should be should be a lot of fun. It's gonna be fun. Spellcheck Junior, or maybe Spellcheck Pee Wee Spellcheck. I'm, I haven't decided yet. Uh, okay, we're we're through fifth grade. Let's go to sixth grade. Okay. All right, Grandma. Your sixth grade word is wrestle. Okay, I'm just going to jump in and say wrestle. W-R-E-S-T-L-E. Wrestle. That is correct. Correct. It's so fun having you guys in here because the contrast of even words that aren't that crazy, it's just the music, the fact they don't have anything to write with and they're younger. So they just like, they instantly swear. So they're just like, (laughs) they just start, they start cursing and they're like, Oh no. Oh no. And you can see the sweat on their foreheads and you, you're, you're both. So you're just like diligently, you know, the music starts. I see you guys write on your little piece of paper. It's a very relaxing environment for this. It's very fun. If you don't mind my asking, do you develop a list of these words prior to, or you do? I So I draw all my words from a website that I'm sure they use for, like, elementary school teachers and middle school teachers just for casual, like, in-class vocab lists or, you know, uh, school-wide spelling bees maybe. These are all from a website called spellingwordswell.com, which is just a random website I found while Googling. So I make a Google document. I put the word, I put the definition, and I put the word origin. And I apply all that. It takes me about 45 minutes before each episode. Which, it's a fun process because then I learned things about words that I didn't know before. Yeah. Well, we learned about kitchen now. Yeah. So next time you go to the orchestra, um, if you really like the percussion, you say, oh, they're rocking it in the kitchen. (laughs) Or like, I like what they're cooking in the kitchen and impress all your friends at at the symphony. When you mentioned that earlier, is there a, a, a history to that word kitchen coming from a, a language, a, a background? Uh, for the orchestra association? Yeah. yeah. I didn't see based on the Google. Uh, the origin of the word um, comes from Old English, Cicene, of West Germanic origin. There's the Dutch, Kuchen, and German, Kuche, and Latin, Kokur, which is to cook. None of that has anything to do <laughs> with <laughs> percussion. Percussion, no. Oh. I'm sure it was something maybe like derogatively referred to the drumming section, and maybe they just reclaimed it for themselves. I don't know. Like, go back to the kitchen drummer, and I don't know. Maybe they tried to turn it around, make it a positive one. I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about uh, uh, Greg. because <clears throat> he's a drummer and a background of music, but um, – <clears throat> The word, uh, and it's part of a drum set you're probably familiar with, a hi-hat? Oh, yeah, the hi-hat. Hi-hat, yeah. I, I didn't know the the background to that. Um, but it has, again, it does have something to do with height. Um, but, again, not being a, a, you know, a music person, I just was curious how that came about, hi-hat. You know, I always thought it's just, <coughs> it kind of looks like a symbol wearing a hat. And it's like... When you press your foot on the pedal, it takes the hat off and puts it on. Takes it. That, that's that could could 
Could be. I don't know what the actual thing is, but it it kind of it just looks like a little tip of the hat. Could be. Yeah, that I was thought makes sense. Does make sense. All right. All right. Here we go. Grandpa, sixth grade. Oof. Your sixth grade word is marriage. Let's hope you get this one right. <laughs> Otherwise, yours might be in jeopardy. Okay. Marriage. M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E. Marriage. That is correct. Boy. How long have you guys been married? Too long. (laughs) 26 years. It's a long time. But you know, it's kind of... Kind of weird having a married couple here because we have to go home together, <laughs> and one of us is going to win and one of us is going to lose. Hey, I mean, you could tie. We don't know. I doubt that'll happen at this rate. Actually, you're both doing so well. I do have a tiebreaker, oh. and since you have a pen and paper, <clears throat> that means we can. If we do get to the point of a tiebreaker, um, I have an idea for how to do a tiebreaker that I think would work. So we'll save that in case it comes to that. Okay. But there's only two words left, so both of you are sitting at... Well, actually, you're not tied because Grandpa got the bonus point. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to have to give you the chance for a bonus point at some point. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because you two live together, but you you feed me a lot. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know what you're going to put in there. All right. Seventh grade. Uh, Grandma? Your seventh grade word is undernourished. Okay, undernourished. U N D E R N O U R I S H D. Undernourished. That is correct. Correct. Well done. Long one. That's a good one. I wanted to up the syllable count. Mm. I thought that was a good one for that. And also, we talked in another episode about how I never ate vegetables growing up. (laughs) And as you as my grandma, who I'm sure had to put up with that, I was wondering if you had funny stories about my stubbornness. Oh, gee. (laughs) Well, we still joke about Kevin. Oh, yeah. The fact that you you shot up like a like a tree and grandma brings it up all the time when we talk about you or your height and so on about the fact that you wouldn't eat your your vegetables and and so on and look look what happened i mean it didn't seem to bother you or affect you in any way and i'm thinking maybe veggies stunt your growth <laughs> <laughs> and i just avoided the toxic gmos or whatever that was in those veggies that's what Uncle Greg said, at least. He says he thinks it's the GMOs. You know, what are they? And, like, did I drink tap water growing up? Maybe fluoride stunts your growth, you know? Mm. Maybe the, 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 the implants, microchips that the government puts in you. But I am tall. And that's true. Yeah. If I had had my vegetables, would I be taller? That's a good question. Mm. What did you always say about the basketball coach? Or, like... No, that's Jeremiah's dad. He would turn to me whenever I went over to his house uh, in high school, and he would say, 
Kevin, you know every time you walk past the basketball coach, as you walk away, he silently weeps into his own hands. <laughs> like I said, Kevin, we'd be millionaires now. If That's you what you say. We'd all be millionaires <laughs> by right. now. The way they're throwing money at, at athletes these days. I mean, gosh. And in Crazy. your case, you've got the one attribute, and that is the height. Uh, although you mentioned a number of times you were not coordinated. But yet you are coordinated for what you've been doing for the last couple of years anyway. So, Like theater? Like theater, exactly. Wow. Having to study, learn, recite. You know, I mean, that, that takes... That Mentally takes, coordinated. Yes. I dribble thoughts <laughs> like others dribble a ball. There you go. There <laughs> you go. That's it. Exactly. Well, don't worry, Grandpa. I think... I think that this right here is going to make us all millionaires. Eventually, I was, I was, I was brainstorming with um, with Jordan and Jose, and we're thinking of like uh, uh, knockoff shows that could come from this. Because have you heard of Hot Ones? No. So it started as like a podcast show, like a web show where he would just interview people eating really spicy chicken wings, and like. As the interview progresses, you get a spicier sauce. Mm. And he's a great host. He's just a random guy who started the show, and it became a phenomenon. And now I think it's actually on, I think, True TV, on, like, actual TV. Um, it's got spinoffs. It's got cold ones where they drink beers, I think. So I'm thinking, okay, it starts with spell check, right? We get to fact check, which is like a spinoff trivia show. There's already trivia podcasts. Spelling bees are more unique, but if we build up the brand – we can get into that market, right? Mm -hmm. And then, um, uh, what was the other one? Bag Check, which is like a travel podcast. Because <laughs> Bag Check. Um, and also so many spinoffs. There, uh, <clears throat> there was Check Check, which is interviewing people from the Czech Republic. <laughs> <laughs> CC, huh? That was, uh, that was, whose idea was that? That was Gracie's idea. After we went camping years ago, when we got home, we would do a tick check. Tick check. Mm -hmm. Ooh. <laughs> that gives me an idea. Not relating to ticks, but it's like you have to guess what time it is. It's like a ticking clock. Oh. Tick check. That's you know, you could, <laughs> I think you're, the, on, the the right, you're on the right track, Kevin, because I don't know if you've been following the news, but... Jeopardy is in, in a, one of the best game shows ever. And since, oh, God rest his soul, Alex Trebek. But the show has been in disarray, uh, trying to uh, interview for who should be the next. And they've had guest hosts and so on. And then this one fellow who was, what, the show's producer, he was going to take it. And he has some, some history of, uh, in his past of saying the wrong thing. But... They just can't seem to come to a, a conclusion, and it's it's a shame to see that happen to a show like that. <clears throat> I know, but it's such a popular show. They they'll figure it out. Yes, like it won't be gone. No. forever. No. The, the sentiment online is so supportive of it. Mm -hmm. If enough people love, I mean, you know, they bring back all these shows. They brought back Arrested Development. Um, uh, they they made another Zoolander movie. I mean, if they're they still. Did? Oh yeah, we were talking earlier about like movies made fifteen, you know, Big Fat Greek Wedding and Big Fat Greek Wedding Two, mm -hmm. like made way too, like way long after the original. Yeah, and they made Zoolander Number Two. I saw it opening weekend. 
It was terrible. It was so bad. <laughs> but same cast, Owen Wilson, Ben Stiller, Will Ferrell. And, I mean, if there's still an audience, there's still money to be made. Yes. And Jeopardy, there's still money to be made. Oh, yeah. For yes, sure. Sure, sure. What was the one um, they just remade or go, going, going to remake? Oh, the Fantasy Island. I don't know if you remember that, Kevin. It's from years and years ago. They made like a horror movie called Fantasy Island. <coughs> well, this was this was Different. a weekly show, and oh. the star was Ricardo Montalban. I don't know. No, see, it's that that far back. Huh. It was very very popular, and they had this little fellow. What was his name? I can't pronounce. Herve, and they had people come to this island. They flew them in, and the the catch line to the show was. Boss, boss, it's, it's the plane, the plane. And the plane would bring in people, and it was a very popular show for a while. Then, of course, it went away. I don't know if, uh, if it was because of uh, <coughs> Montalban. Uh, he's, he's been deceased for a while, but they're bringing the show back. Hmm. Um, and as you said, Kevin, you know, a lot of these shows, they, there is some popularity left in it, and there's a, a following, I guess. Uh, yeah. And so if there is, they'll they'll capitalize on it. Oh, yeah. <coughs> here. I'm going to pause this right here, actually. Okay. We are back. I have validated parking. And it is time to move on to seventh grade for Grandpa. All right. <coughs> Your seventh grade word is boulevard. Confusing me, but I'm going to give it a shot. You can use your clues. You could use a clue. You got two clues left and only two words left. All right. Could I ask you for a clue? Yeah. Could you spell the word for me? Yeah, of course. <laughs> no. no. Um, <laughs> now, if I wanted to get a clue. If you're confused on one letter, yeah. I would suggest asking me what the fifth or sixth or whatever letter of the word is. Uh, what is the fifth letter? Fifth letter is. E. Ah. This letter is E. Okay. So, Boulevard. Mm -hmm. B-O-U-L-E-V-A-R-D. That is correct. See that? Uh, I'm glad I asked you that question because I had an A there. Boulevard, yeah. Thank you. Those French. It's the it's the French words that are always the trickiest. It, that is French derivative? I, I think so. That's I mean, what like road that's what street is in French, if I'm remembering my Boulevard. like eight years of French <laughs> that was just the French one thousand, two thousand and three thousand over and over again. You, you I took think French also? So did, yeah, so did grandma. Yeah, I took French in high school. Did you take it for four years? Four years. Well no three Lat- years. Latin for four. Latin for four. French for two. French for two. So I got farther than you in French, but the thing is, I t- started French in middle school, so I did two years, and then I started over again in high school, so one, two, three, so I only got, like, I only progressed one level, <laughs> and then in high school I started over again, 
sorry, in college I started over again as like a GPA patter. Because oh, <laughs> I knew I knew the, the basic vocabulary, so I could just like kind of coast through. Eh, Sometimes you need a proud. class like that. Sometimes you need to just pad your self-esteem, pad your GPA, mm-hmm. and you get really good at the basics. There you, you go. Know? It, it, I felt very, when we, I went to Paris with some friends during study abroad, we went to Paris and like just doing the very basic, walking into a, a patisserie, a pastry shop, patisserie, yeah. and like saying the most basic, oh, I want one bun and one croissant. It made me feel like a god, you know, because they could <laughs> tell I was American. They could tell I was struggling <laughs> despite all the class I took but like just doing the bare minimum they were so nice to me and everyone thinks that the French are mean and rude but as long as you speak some of French which like to be fair Americans are pretty nasty if you don't speak English at least some Americans are mm-hmm. they cannot be they're not very forgiving when there's a lot of people in the country that it just Spanish is their first language whereas in France Everyone speaks French, so if you if you're not speaking French, you're just a tourist, most likely. So you walk into a, you know, they should be they probably have more right to be rude to people for not speaking French, than like, you know, some Americans mm-hmm. for other people not speaking English. But that's how people or a country gets the wrong reputation. Yeah, for being rude or being you know uncaring or fresh or whatever the word might be. but Just to go back to Paris for a second, <laughs> when I was getting ready to go to Paris, people told me when I was there to say I was Canadian. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess the French don't dislike the Canadians as much as they do Americans. Yeah, even in the UK, they were like that. You know, people who were... Well, once you say you're American, they ask, are you a Trump supporter? Do you have guns? Like that, you know, but if you say you're Canadian, they don't ask anything like that. They're <laughs> just true. like, oh, you're Canadian. Cool. So let's talk about what we were talking about before. But Americans, it's like, a, like we're in a, it's like we're, we're some, you're suddenly put in a Petri dish, a Petri dish, Petri, Petri right. dish. And they're just like inspecting you like, oh, how American <laughs> are you? Let me dissect you for a second. Um, cool. We're on the last word of this round. Oh, we are? We're zooming through. We've been recording for 49 minutes. That's pretty good. That's on track for the other episodes. Um, your eighth grade word, grandma. And if you get this right, that's a perfect Billy Madison round. Wow. Oh, the pressure. The pressure is high. And your word is nostalgia. Kevin, could I have the second letter, please? The second letter of nostalgia is O. Okay. Nostalgia. N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. Nostalgia. That is correct. Correct. Yes, yes. Well done. Yes, you what, what was wrong with the second letter, Grandma? I thought it was O, but, you know, nostalgia. nostalgia you yeah. had clues to spare. And we had <laughs> clues, so why not use them? There why not go. use them? It's All always right. better to be safe. Oh, let's do a, let's 
do a little round of applause for that. <laughs> well done. That's our live studio audience. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, okay, that's a perfect round one. Oh. And you know what? I think you get one bonus point just because I wouldn't be here without you. Oh. <laughs> there you go. You're very important to the existence of this podcast. Well, thank you. Because very without much. this pod, without me, there wouldn't be this podcast. True. And without me, there wouldn't be you. Yeah, but m- more importantly, the incredible content produced from this show. <laughs> Not more, equally as important. Could we get back on track? No. <laughs> I thought you you can turn short stories long. I can turn no stories into stories. That's that's my trick. Okay. Okay. Eighth grade, just to finish the round, to get us to oh, the final round. I've got a word, huh? You got another Frenchie here. Uh oh. So be warned. be warned. Your eighth grade word is surveillance. sure about this one. Okay, surveillance. S-U-R-V-I-E-L-A-N-C-E. Surveillance. That is incorrect. Incorrect. Okay. That calls for a sad trumpet. And it spelled how? Sorry to rub it in. I can't tell you how it's spelled yet because I have to <laughs> offer Grandma the chance to steal. Oh. Would you like to steal? I'm thinking about it. Can I use a clue on a steal? Um, since you have a clue left in this round, yes, you can. Okay. But if you don't want to use it now, you could save it for the next round. You would get three clues next round, which you could only use if you were stealing one of Grandpa's words. Keep that in mind. Okay, I'll just go for it. <clears throat> okay. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. I have music. I have different music for steals. steals. <laughs> it's very, very important. Okay. Okay. Surveillance. S-U-R-V-E-I-L-L-A-N-C-E. Surveillance. That is, pull up the music, correct. Wow. One more time. S-U-R-V-E-I-V-E-I-L-L. Oh, two L's. Two L's. L's. A-N-C-E. Very good. Wow. Well done. And suddenly this game is not as close as it was. But there's still a chance. There's still a chance. I'm going to tally up your points right now for round one. Okay. In second place, 
we have Grandpa Vinny with sixteen points. And in first place, we have Grandma Mary with 16 times 2, 32 points. Whoa. Whoa. It's brutal if you get a word wrong in this game. <laughs> it's, it's a little unfair. But it's still anyone's ballgame. True. Okay. I'm going to play the transition music into round two. Welcome to round two of Spellcheck. <laughs> it is time to walk among the giants. When walking among the giants, your clues are refreshed. Grandpa, I think you only used you only used one clue. So you have three clues this round. So if you do get to steal any of Grandma's words, you can use a clue on that word as well. Okay. Uh, you also have three clues. So if you steal one of Grandpa's words, you can use that clue. Um, you are allowed to do what you've been doing, writing it out on your notepad. Um, yeah, the other thing I say is about, like, you can type it on your phone, and if it gets a red underline, you know it's wrong. But since I've been letting you write on the notepad the whole, whole time, I'm not going to give you the ability to write on my phone. You just got to stick with the pen and paper. Okay. Keep it old school. And with your Catholic school background... This should be a piece of cake. Oh, yeah. Just a reminder, all these words are drawn from the professional scripts National Spelling Bee. And pretty soon here, actually, this is a good time to announce it. Um, I'm getting in touch with kids or former kids, now young adults, who were in the scripts National Spelling Bee. Uh so I don't want to say any names just yet because it's still to be determined who's going to be interested in doing it and how many people I can get to do it. If it'll be one special episode, if it'll be multiple special episode, but it's going to be, this is, you know, this round is walking with giants. So bringing them on the show, it's going to be talking with giants. Oh. Uh, so they were like, you know, 11 to 14 when they did the spelling bee and now they're 18, 19, 20 and probably missing their 15 minutes of fame. So <laughs> time to bring it back with this podcast. You know, we've been watching the script Spelling Bee on TV for years. Oh, yeah? We love it. And um, the last few years, we've been recording it for our younger grandchildren, Mason and Reese. They like it, too. But the words are crazy. Oh yeah. The words are insane. Just crazy. I try to find the ones that are, like, hard, but if you use your clues right they're still manageable and sometimes it's like simpler than you would think like if it's more than one syllable people go all sorts of crazy places mm -hmm. <laughs> you know if it's an f they go ph fi they go phy and like sometimes you should based on like if it's a greek root but most of the time people just overthink it but maybe you should overthink it because who knows what i gave you um i usually mix it up so we're going to start, instead of you going first, we're going to have Grandpa go first this time. Okay. Good. So we're going to kick off Walking with Giants with this word that comes from round three of the Scripps 2021 National Spelling Bee. Uh, in round three, Sophia Lopez got this correct. She survived 
eight rounds, or until round eight, tying her for 16th in the competition. And your word, let's see if Google will pronounce it for me. Slough. Slough. Oh, no, sorry. That's the old English pronunciation. <laughs> um, your word is... Slough. 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 And you can ask for a definition or an origin, and I can use it in a sentence. Well, I was just going to give it a shot because I don't even know what the word means. Well, I don't I can tell you. It means a swamp or a situation characterized by lack of progress or activity. A slough. Slough. S-L-O-U-G-H. Slough. Grandpa, you have walked among the giants. Congratulations. That's correct. Very good. Wow, you just went for it, too. That was awesome. It just sounds that way. Yeah. I shouldn't say, you know, like you said, P-H-Y and all, but S-L-O-U-G-H. I'm not familiar with it, but it worked. Thank you. It'd be interesting if it was like S-L-O-W. And then it was well, just well. You slow. might think so. Slow, slow, yeah. yeah. Um, that takes us to Grandma. Are you ready to walk among the giants? I'll try. In round three of the 2021 Scripps National Spelling Bee, Isabella Fletcher got this word correct. She made it to round eight, also tying for 16th place. And the word is truckle. 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 Could I have the definition, please? Truckle is a small barrel shaped cheese, especially cheddar. letter please the fifth letter is K maybe okay <clears throat> truckle T-R-U-C-K-L-E truckle grandma that is correct oh. hey. yeah that's the way I spell yeah, truckle. Sounds like it, yeah. There you go. Very good. Whew. That's plus five for both of you. Wow. Well, let's see. Based on the current score, well, if Grandma gets it wrong and you get the steal, then you could come back. We'll see. We'll see. We're going back to you, Grandpa. Okay. If you get this wrong, then there's no shot anyway. But. Okay. This one is fun. Did you guys watch The Spelling Bee this year? We did. Yes. So you're familiar with Zayla Avant-Garde? Yes. Who also apparently holds three rec- world records in basketball? She does. Yes. Oh, yes. She's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. The, like, oh, I would love to get her on the show, even though she's only like 12 years old. Have her go against Mason and Reese. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's that's wild. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so in round 12... Zayla got this word correct, and she went on to win the B. 
And your word is ancestroid. I have a, a, a hint or a question. Sure. Um, what is the third letter? The third letter is C. Ancestroid. Could I have another clue? Could I have another yeah, just, you know what? It's your last word. You didn't use a clue last time. You can have two clues. Okay. The fourth letter. The fourth letter is I. Okay, maybe. All right, we'll give it a shot. Ancestroid. A n c i s t r o i d. Ancestroid. That is correct. Well done. I'm curious, what's that definition? It means shaped like a hook or resembling a hook. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I was I was not confused, but I wasn't sure if that was an S or a C. And that. Yeah, if I was to spell that just without any clues, I would go A N C E. I think it's like ancestry. You know, that's ancestry. what I thought. But then I thought with. The way words are spelled on that show, I thought it might be A N C Y. Honestly, yeah. Uh, so, just but you, went, that got, was good. You went with the I. Get got that a feeling. A good good okay. use of your clue. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> grandma. All right, Grandma. And since I was nice to Grandpa, I let him use two clues, and you've still got two clues left. Yeah, you do still have two clues left. Um, you can have two clues on this word as well. Thank you. And the word, and. Let's keep in mind, Grandpa got that right. If you get this wrong and Grandpa gets the steal, this is a tie ballgame. Your word, oh wait, hang on. In round 12, Bavana Medini got this correct. Uh, oh, I put in the wrong caption. I think she finished She finished third in the B. And my, my Google Doc, it says she won. She didn't win. Zayla won. Bavana, I'm pretty sure, got third. Because uh, Chaitra Thumala got second. Your word is. Th- oh wait, let me let me let Google say it. Theodolite. Theodolite. Say the word again. Theodolite. 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 Oh, theodolite. I'm sorry. Theodolite. Okay, what's the definition, please? It is a surveying instrument with a rotating telescope for measuring horizontal and vertical angles. Could I please have the ninth letter? The ninth letter... <laughs> the ninth letter is T. Okay. 
Okay. Theodolite. T-H-E-O-D-O-L-I-T-E. Theodolite. That is correct. Correct. Woo! It it sounded just... I was thinking the same thing. Was it L-I-T-E or L-I-G-H-T? It was a good guess. Yeah, the Adelaide. That's a big round of applause moment. A big round of applause. (laughs) Well done. Thank you. Well, that puts a cap on the competition part of the episode. Uh, I will tally up your scores. It shouldn't take long. There were no steals. You both got perfect score in Walking with Giants. And you only used a clue in Truckle. And you didn't use a clue. No, you, you used two clues. In I used two. Room, so. At three, I used two. Okay, so the final scores, Mary versus Vinny. And hopefully when you guys go home tonight, there's no uh, bitter feelings. Yeah, I don't know how Grandma's getting home. <laughs> Actually, oh, my goodness. Grandma, you just set the new highest record for spell check. Oh, my. Grandpa, you finished the game with 16 points. Okay. Sorry, 26 points. 26. 26. 16 plus 10. 26 points. And Grandma, you finished with 42 points. Oh. Oh. Wow. Grandma. (laughs) Very good. Our previous high score was 41 because it was a perfect game and a steal. But... You got a perfect game, a steal, and a bonus point for beating my grandma. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that is fair. That caps it off. Sounds fair to me. Um, As our champion, you have the opportunity to give me a word. So what you get to do is you can just search any word that you want. Uh, You can search from the scripts catalog, or you can... uh, just think of a, a word that would be hard for me to spell. But I'm going to mute you guys for a second so I can thank today's not sponsor. Uh, let me set the not sponsor music. Okay. Every episode, I think a not sponsor. I'm not sponsored by anyone, which means I'm not making any money yet. But I want to be sponsored, so I designate time for a not sponsor. So today, I'm going to give a shout out to today's not sponsor who's today's not sponsor um uh what are they called hot pockets yes i love microwaving my food it's one of the things i'm best at and hot pockets are designed for that so if hot pockets sponsors me i assume i'll get a lot of free hot pockets delivered to me and that sounds like a dream come true because i'm a busy man with three jobs and a podcast. And I could use some microwavable meals. I guess I could also be co-not sponsored by Stouffer's because they have really good microwave mac and cheese. So thank you, Hot Pockets. And thank you, Stouffer's, specifically Stouffer's mac and cheese, for being today's not sponsors. If you want to actually sponsor me, email me at spellcheckspellingbee at gmail.com. I will be waiting patiently for your business okay 
I just unmuted you both. Okay. Have you found a word you're satisfied with? I think so. Lay it on me. I'm just looking up the definition. Okay. Okay. This is from the Scripps list of spelling bee words. Okay. Kabaletta. 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 Let me cue the music. Okay. What's the definition? Do you have it? I do. Kabaletta is a simple aria with a repetitive rhythm. Oh, it's like Italian music expression. Exactly. <gasps> I might actually get this one. Kabaletta. Okay. With your musical background. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> and I'm the host, so I get myself clues. Um, Kabaletta. That's a good clue to use here. How many L's are in this word? There is one L in this word. Okay. I could use another clue, but I don't want to make it too easy on myself, you know? <laughs> Kabaletta. You're the host. You can do anything you want. <laughs> do you have the word origin or no? It's okay if you don't. I'm um, sure it's just Italian. Yeah, probably. I don't okay. have it. Because I'm wondering if it's Cabo or Cabo. I'm just going to... Cabaletta. I'm going to go for it. Cabaletta. C. A. B. A. L. E. T. T. A. Cabaletta. Bingo, that's correct. You're kidding. No. <laughs> ah! Two T's. Wait. That was the clue. Oh. Two T's, yes. Very good. Oh my gosh. I've never given myself the victory sound. <laughs> Cabaletta. Just like it sounds, yes. Cabaletta. Oh, God, I really was close to the B-O. Wow. Cabaletta, yeah. This is amazing. Well, I guess that means I win, so neither of you win. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Grandma, as our champion today, do you have any last words for the people? Uh, well, I guess that. Catholic education finally paid off. <laughs> After all these years. After all these years. <laughs> and Grandpa, as our lovable loser today, do you have any last words of wisdom for the people? Yes, it was rigged. <laughs> Stop the steal. It was rigged. Recount. Just because Grandma can cook. It's just because, and I gave her kitchen <laughs> and dinner. I, yeah. But it was fun. I'm glad you had fun. Lots of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Well, it was, I had a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Hopefully we'll get some more family on here. Um, Thank you, Mary, Grandma. Congratulations on your victory. Thank you. Grandpa, thank you for the meatballs. And the short stories turned long. (laughs) Uh, And thank you all for listening. So long. Farewell. 
Good night.